welcome to another episode of the Nourishing Africa podcast. Today, I have here Moses Malagan, the CEO at AgroInnova in Ghana. He is going to be talking on the topic, From Design to Market, how to create new, innovative, and customer-centric products for your agribusiness. In today's world, we have entrepreneurs enjoy the creative freedom of directly addressing consumers' needs. However, over time in the entrepreneurial journey, it can be difficult to keep innovating and creating new products that continuously meet changing customers' expectations and needs. Sometimes there may be great ideas that simply never emerge to reality. And this begs the question, how can agri-food entrepreneurs create new, innovative, and customer-centric products in their agribusiness. Today, we have Moses here, who is going to be talking about this topic. Based on the fact that AgroInnova, an agri-tech company in Ghana, has created several innovative products that have remained relevant to their customers. How have they done it? How did they take their products from concept to market? What critical insights can other entrepreneurs draw from them? Let's hear from Moses directly. Hi, Moses. Hi, Ramad. Nice to have you here. Thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure. All right, please go ahead to introduce yourself and your company to our listeners out there. And hello to everyone. My name is Moses Malagan. I am the CEO of Agoinova Company. Agoinova is an IT company focusing on using digital solutions to address challenges faced by smallholder farmers in Ghana and in Africa at large. Thank you. So uh, I'd like you to tell us a bit about some innovative products that you've created at AgriNova. Yes, yes. Thank you, uh, Raman, once again. I'd like to quote from Guy Kawasaki, who said, uh, great companies start because uh, founders want to change the world, not to make a fastback. Myself, um, I've had great passion in agriculture since my teen. I remember many years ago, working on the streets of Accra, I had this great passion to own the biggest poultry farm uh, in Ghana. So immediately I completed my senior high school. I started poultry farming with 200 beds. That began the whole journey of uh, where I am today. Along the line, I was graced to find entrepreneurial opportunities that focus on funding and capacity building. One of them, which attracted my attention, was the Cosmos Innovation Agritech Challenge. And primarily, they, they were helping breathe new life into Ghana's agricultural sector through innovation and technology. So we applied individually and formed team, and now the team is AgroInnova because we emerged winners of that competition in the year 2017. So after emerging winners, we had to spend time traveling throughout the country to identify problems faced by smallholder farmers in the country. And we focused primarily in the poultry sector to start with. So um, my team and I made a survey and interviewed a lot of poultry farmers. And we realized most of the poultry farmers had one main problem they were facing. They couldn't keep good record of their poultry farming activity. And this was very um, negative towards their business growth because they did not have knowledge of how much profit they were making or even if they were making profits at all. So AgroInnova uh, decided to develop a software to, to solve this issue of poor farm recording among the poultry farmers in Ghana. So we developed the Akokotaka Poultry Farm Management Software, which helps the poultry farmer to record 
analyze and make data-driven decisions on their daily farming activity using smartphone or a laptop. This software has received tremendous support from a lot of poultry farmers who are using it daily to see their business become more profitable and scalable because now there's data backing every decision they are taking. So the second product is the Akoko Market, which we also emerged during this seven months of um, travel. We realized again that these farmers some of them had difficulty selling their farm produce. So we thought it wise to develop a simple software solution to help them get access to ready markets and guaranteed market. So we built this online shopping place where farmers can list their poultry products and at the same place, customers can come and buy this product, thereby creating ready markets for the smallholder poultry farmers. So with these two success we made, as a company, we agreed also to go into partnership with the GIZ, uh, German International Corporation, because uh, they, they realized we have done quite, quite tremendous works in solving problems regarding the livestock sector. So they asked us to develop similar solutions to the crop sector, and to which we developed the FBS Innova app, which also assists the smallholder crop farmers in Africa to uh, manage their farm. This software comes with features like Cropping calendar, financial section, um, educational hub, among others, to assist the smallholder crop farmer in his daily farming activity. Um, I think these are some of our products we've developed as a company and uh, doing so much well in, in the market. Thank you. Thank you so much, Moses. That's really impressive. I mean, you were able to leverage data that you gathered during your research. And then you mentioned a sort of partnership with GIZ that enabled you to develop an additional product to the, in addition to the two initial products you have. So that's one thing, you know, designing the product. Another thing entirely is testing the product. How were you able to take your product from this conceptualization stage to the market? What was your path to market strategy? How were you able to drive adoption? Yes, I think this, this is a very good question because technology adoption is quite new in um, Africa's agricultural space. So it is very prudent to, at the point of developing a product, you involve the users of the products into it right from the scratch. And I think that had been our approach as a company. Um, all our products, we started developing it with their potential users. So we go to them, ask them of their problems, and how they want the problems to be solved for them. We understand them because I'm a poultry farmer, so I understand the language of the poultry farmer. And I'm able to communicate among my team of IT experts and other uh, skill sets to now translate or get this problem into a better solution for them. And I think it, it has been very helpful to us and it, it makes the work process simpler because you come up with a finished product which these farmers want because you have been building with them. So I think uh, it's very key in developing products for the um, farmers in Africa. You get them involved right from the scratch. And after the product is developed, the nest is going to the market or getting it used. Yes, at the point of developing, you have people you are working with. So those people in are your first customers or group of people who will be using it. However, they are not going to give you enough uh, markets because there are just few sample space you have used. So then uh, you have to get more people to use it. These people are going to, by word of mouth, spread 
the good news about this product to your other farmers, but is it quick enough or is it wide enough to get you the business you want? Because it's a business and you have to look at how much it's costing you to run the business. So as a company, we realized for us to go forward, we had to leverage on key players along the poultry value chain, especially. We had to partner with the Ghana National Association of Poultry Farmers, which is the apex poultry activities in Ghana. And um, it has really been helpful to us. This partnership has really made us have access to a lot of poultry farmers. Because these bodies or these uh, associations organize periodic workshops and training sessions for their members who are the poultry farmers. And it's these same members that we want to use our poultry products or our software products. So a good relationship with this association, you can now leverage on their work, workshop sessions or training sessions to, to also introduce your poultry product or any product you have to these farmers. And I think that has been our approach, leveraging on our, the key players in this uh, poultry value chain. And we also have another key player, the Ghana Poultry Project, which is a USSD-funded project. They also play a key role in the Ghana poultry sector, and they, they've been very tremendous to uh, us. So in answering it, one, in developing a product, you develop it with the user together, and they will accept it when it is ready. And when it is ready, you also have to leverage on partners, key players along the value chain who are very influential because they have the database of these farmers. When they speak, the farmers are going to listen to them. And because of your association with them, it brings level of trust and security because they know that they are, they are dealing with a trusted person. Because this whole age where there's a lot of wrongdoings with technology and stuff, people have so much security when it has to do with their data. But when they realize you are, you are in collaboration or you're in partnership with their trusted partners already, they, they have this kind of trust and they are able to relax and accept you to uh, welcome you to use any, uh, every product you have for them. So um, I, I think that has been our approach so far and it has been very helpful to us. Thanks a lot, Moses. So how have these products helped your business to scale? Definitely. I think I'm even on this podcast because of my products. And there is a very clear indication of the impact of the success of a product to the growth of um, the company. And when you have a very good product, uh, a lot of people want to associate with you. And through our good products, we have now external partners like, uh, as I mentioned, GIZ and the MEST Incubator, the Pitch Agrihack CTA, uh, just to mention. And these partners would want to support you to achieve your dream because you have very tremendous products, which is also, if not directly, indirectly addressing some of the challenges or some of the issues they also want to solve for the people they are dealing with. So uh, I think our products have really moved us as a company to a very high position. It's good everyone developing a product in this agri-tech space considers that uh, because this partnership or this partners, your success story is also their success story. So if you have a success, they will also they will try to make sure you are successful in whatever you are doing. And then they also become successful in also whatever they are doing. So if you're able to get a product which they kind of like, 
which solve almost the problems they are trying to solve for communities and institutions and smallholder farmers. It's a very good leverage to grow up your company to become an international brand or to become a world-recognized brand to now begin to achieve so many dreams that you want to do with, with your company. Yeah. I really like that. Thanks for that. So if you were to list your top three strategies to help other agri-food entrepreneurs to continuously create new, innovative, and customer-centric products, what would those three strategies be? Thank you, uh, Ramaz. Even before I list those strategies, there are a lot of opportunities. You see, uh, our agri-space is, is made of a lot of issues for now which are being solved. So if you are good enough to identify any issue along this value chain and solve them, it becomes a business for you. But then, as the question is, is demanding, what are the strategies to make sure this business is very successful for you? You develop the product together with the person going to use it. Farmers don't want to be receive an imposed product on them. They want to receive products which they understand because they are going to use they want to receive product which it's, it's familiar to their world. So um, right from the beginning, you have to have the user in mind at the point of developing the product, which is very key to um, your success as a, uh, someone who wants to enter this agribusiness space. And secondly, you have to leverage on partnership. You really have to leverage on partnership. Because this partnership uh, will give a lot of opportunities that which would have cost you a lot of money or a lot of time to have gotten this partnership. As I mentioned, sometimes one of our partners is having program with poultry farmers or crop farmers, and they call us. Okay, I'm going over. We are having this session with this uh, group of farmers, and we want you to come and take one hour of free time. And this is something that would have cost us thousands of dollars to just organize such a session for them. So growing up, you can't go alone. You can't do anything on your own. No matter how good your product is, you need to leverage on this part, uh, existing structures and they will push you to wherever you want to, you want to go. And finally, I think marketing should be something which is very important to the team or to the company. Because one of the mistakes I've seen along the line that a lot of entrepreneurs make is focus so much on product development and less on marketing. But I think marketing should gain the same, almost the same amount of investment and time and funds allocation as, as the product development. Because it's very key. You can develop a product and you run out of money and you cannot continue, your product becomes dead. So I would urge everyone going to business to focus marketing the product. There are now simple ways of marketing your product. You can use this online platform. Some are free or some are almost free that you can use to reach a lot of potential customers who are waiting to use your product. So I would say first, get the people you are developing the product for, get them involved at the beginning of the development. Second, leverage on a lot of partnership, which is going to take you far. And third, focus on marketing. Marketing is very key because you need revenues to keep your business going. And if the marketing is not good, revenues are not going to come. And if revenues are like the blood. If the revenues are, are not coming, it means you are running out of blood. And if your blood in your system is out, no matter how good you are, you can't survive. You can't live again. So these are the three advices I would give to anyone who wants to enter 
the agribusiness or the agri-tech space. Thank you for joining us, Moses. We appreciate the insights that you've shared in the podcast today. And to our listeners out there, thank you for listening to us one more time. Do join us next time. Bye-bye.